at a very momentous time. Um, we once again have the great and powerful Evan Carpenter and very special guests, Maiden Mother, Maiden Mother Crone. So. That's right. Um, you guys have your album release coming up June 29th, where you're playing your new record in its entirety, um, along with Volvin and <laughs> Tape Deck Mountain. Um, so I'm really excited about that. That's going to be really fucking cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're stoked. Yeah. We're stoked. It's gonna be a good yeah. time. It's gonna be great to just play it Come top on. to bottom. You know. Yeah. I haven't cool. been to Exit in a minute, so that'll be cool. Us too. Yeah. We're uh, really looking forward to that. It'll be the first time we yeah. play our music on that stage. We yeah. had like a Queens of the Stone Age like tribute show with like a bunch of bands last year. Oh yeah. So, yeah, right, yeah. Right before it got I was there for that. Closed. Yeah. Yeah, were you really? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I came in late. I saw Karma Vulture. Do uh, their, yeah. their okay. two songs, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Kill the Wit, Burn the Witch, and um, oh, fuck, yeah. what was it? Uh, Mexico? Did they do Mexico? I think they did do Mexico. It's yeah. the one, uh, something, something, ecstasy and alcohol. Oh, oh they didn't feel oh. good hit of the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, but Alice, the sky lay still while all around us fell is out now. Um, I'll put links up to that. And um, yeah, definitely check that out if you're done here. And then if you want to see those guys live, definitely be there on the uh, 29th. Uh, at exit in with Please. well again Wolven and Tape Deck Mountain. I haven't seen Wolven yet, so that's cool. But Tape Deck Mountain, uh, love those guys. Cool guys, some of the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, how long have you guys been operating together? Been four, four years. years we started. It was like early 2019. Okay. Um, Wesley, Greg, and I started writing together like right at the start of that year and then dave they hit me up sent me a message sent me some songs they were good uh Did we send you songs yeah they sent me a really? clip of blue ruin and i didn't know that i thought we just an eon in their early forms yeah. okay and yeah. i thought they were good okay so. so this this album's a long time in production yeah those mm -hmm. two songs are like the first two that we wrote and we like re-recorded um, so those two were the EP. Yeah. yeah, nice. Just and it, the EP just didn't quite do it justice. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah. Where'd you guys? The narrative of the whole record as a whole, mm -hmm. so it was made sense to bring them back in and redo them. It, was I mean, good it just bigger. sounded better. I mean, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. If you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have guessed like that album wasn't written like as an entire like thing in and of itself because everything does run into each each other really good. It was kind of a funny thing. Thank you for saying that. First yeah, off. yeah. But it it was kind of funny because we like. It's almost like this is kind of a collection of everything we've done from the beginning, basically. Um, most of it was written for years, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, aside from the stuff that we've put out since we've been together, but um, we've got like some super old songs and like the majority of it written kind of in lockdown. And then a couple like within the last probably year and a half, two years, maybe. 
um, and just playing it and kind of like working it all up sort of figured out in order where I'm like, yeah, this, we all kind of felt like it had a solid flow to it. Didn't we write Patterns of Man like a month before we went to the Yeah, studio? but yeah, that was the that last was one. Like that the was, last, like, it was just like, yeah, there it yeah, is. Yeah, I had COVID and it like just got stoned and started playing my baritone guitar and was just like, <laughs> I think I have an idea. <laughs> and it just kind of like, I did a demo and it just sort of fell out and like we reworked it a little bit and then it was like, okay, well, there's another one we can just throw into the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Usually it doesn't happen like that. It usually takes a while for it's us to like really nail down the song. But so is it kind of like um, you have like a rough idea and then you guys all get together and work it out? There's a few different yeah. ways. Yeah. Okay. It's never really the same. Because one of the yeah. ways is Nick often will kind of just write some things, you know, at home. He'll kind of come up with some like rough demos, bring it to us, and then we'll either talk about it. Mm-hmm. We usually play it yeah. or go, yes, do this, don't do this. And we kind of talk through what we want to do. Uh, then sometimes it's like we jam it out, write it that way. There's a few songs where sometimes it's a section of the song where we just kind of like figure out the bridge or maybe it's the chorus from jamming. Mm-hmm. Or we just write the whole thing. Sometimes like, it just starts as like a little bitty riff mm-hmm. idea and then yeah, jam on it for a yeah. minute and go into different things and then have, try to connect the dots and see what works. Yeah, it's always mm-hmm. like a weird, when we're just kind of jamming something and trying to write it kind of all together, It'll feel like a bunch of this, mm. and then it'll be like, ah, there it is, and then it'll just like it'll it'll take off. Nice. A lot of the time, if if one of us demos something at home, though, at least for me, like it's kind of just to get like the most basic sketch of a song because mm. I always know it's gonna change like when we all start playing on it. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of fun to have like a sort of structured <clears throat> thing to work on, and then other times it's like, let's just see what the fuck happens. It really just depends on the day and the the idea, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, fleshed out, full sound. Like, um, I didn't get to listen to it with headphones, but I wish I did, because it's, like, atmospheric. Like, there's a lot of moving it's pieces dense. to it. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she's a dense, dense lass. <laughs> don't be thick, dude. <laughs> yeah, don't be thick indeed. Why, why? Where did you guys record at? So, Andy Gregg, the drummer of Take Back Mountain, just yeah. Got, he's got a hell of a resume, and we got on with him real well. Honestly, just incredible. It was experience. just fun. Like yeah. it was, we felt like we were hanging out with like our cool uncle, kind of. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> nice. Um, basically he, in his living room, and pretty he's much, got yeah. his his like whole boardroom and everything kind of up the stairs, like a crow's nest. He's mm-hmm. got some different things where it's like there's isolation booths and stuff, but we really just did basic tracks all together. Greg and I basically knocked drums and bass out in a day for the whole album. Um, and then we were just on the guitars at that yeah, point. That was, that was crazy. I yeah. forgot we did all that. It was like 11 songs, one of which didn't make it on the album. But uh, all the drums and bass is literally like we did 10 in a day and then did one, one the next yeah, day. I think I, yeah. I Greg like we did the, the majority of the music in like five days. And then I would have to go back. Um, we were rehearsed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we played all that stuff like religiously for like close to two years. But yeah, uh, a long time. We we knocked out guitars super quick. It's like two days. Um, guitars, it was two to three days two to probably. Three, just with different shit. And then over time while mixing, we might go back. Like I remember redoing a couple of things. And then I'd have to go back like whenever me and Andy could find time to do vocals. Yeah. Um, it but was- it all, all the tracking was like really, really quick. Yeah. Like, all together was maybe two weeks. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I would usually go when I did vocal when I did my vocal stuff. It was like I'd try to do at least two to three songs a day, and sometimes it'd be you know 
I'd show up for four hours and we'd knock out three songs and be like, I don't know how we did it, but fuck yeah. <laughs> like, hell yeah. It was uh, the mixing was the most tedious thing. Which took mixing took a Well, and Wesley and... always adds synths later too. Like mm-hmm. all of the extra noise and like there's two tracks that's just like noise stuff and that's all mm-hmm. the, the, the wizard over here. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. I okay, I, I'm like, I can see that now. That's cool. Yeah, mid mixing process, he Andy would like send us our like mixes on Dropbox, and I would take those and I would reference those and do overdubs around them, and then send them back to him on Dropbox, and then we just pop them right in. Nice. Added a little okay. bit of extra time, but it, it's got to be it's got to be perfect, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> nitpicked it so much, and oh, it's not fucking right. <laughs> well, it, it fucking paid out, man. Like, I appreciate it. We're stoked on it for sure. It's weird that it's out already. Like we worked on it for so long and then we had to wait to put it out. And then we're like, oh, it's still finally here. Yeah. It probably won't feel like it until after that one really show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least for me, I'm like, wait, we put it out. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> put it out. <laughs> what do you where do you think um where do you think art comes from? Like, like how big question right number one. <laughs> yeah. this hemisphere well, go on was there more to the question i didn't mean to cut you up no 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 like um well i guess I, i'm trying to think of a better way to say this like um like inspiration or yeah just yeah like cosmic energy the ability to harness it. like so i don't i'm not a musician but i write poetry and okay. it's like when i get an idea for something it's like that's not me like sitting down and like trying to write something mm, it's right. usually when it's, i'm like driving. it doesn't feel like work well, yeah, thing. It just, yeah. Flows. exactly. Of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This may sort of answer the question. I lately have been a little more interested in sounds, and so like when I'm listening to music, sometimes I go back to old shit that I heard, and I'm interested in a sound I heard from it. And maybe it's like I can take that. How do I achieve it and capture it? Whether it's like buzz or delay or mm. verb, because when I'm playing bass, I'm not just playing a clean bass. I'm using lots of delays and verb and stacking effects so i'm often listening to things like you know it could be chat pile for uh some real heavy kind of distorted fuzzy tones or maybe i'm going and listening to roger waters for a certain kind of flat lounge bass tone you know it could be anywhere there's a whole bunch of them but i'm listening to sounds a lot Mm. so if i'm understanding it's kind of like environmental where it's Mm -hmm. like you're picking up on things you've picked up on your whole life and Mm -hmm. like like Mm -hmm. also more like more recently seeing things you want to try to like bring into so it's like a kind of a melting pot of a bunch mm-hmm. of different experiences yeah yeah sometimes it's sound sometimes it's note choice all that kind of shit. Yeah. it's almost yeah. like taking things that have inspired you and using them as their own little tools mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. it's like a mental scrapbook that you melt into a candle i have a i have a kind of half-assed put together answer for that that it just reminds me of something that um an old friend of mine used to always say because we would get into these like we'd be joking about nothing and then it would kind of wander into this like really deep Mm. sort of existential or philosophical conversation and something that he used to always say and kind of like just giggle he would say it almost like as if it's like cherry on top like kind of cap off the conversation but he would always say human beings are almost like fourth dimensional beings in a third dimensional world and so our kind of sort of concept around you know creating art and inspiration and all this stuff and like you said when it's like flow it's almost like these things kind of come through you rather rather than you making them happen yeah it's almost like you know 
we have some sort of ability to like feel that mm. and just become the vessel for it. Like you're picking yeah. up on something. Yeah. Like yeah. at least for me, I've talked to a couple of different songwriters about this where it's like, you know, an initial idea a lot of the time, same thing. It doesn't really feel like work, you know? Yeah. And then sometimes it, the whole song or whatever it may be happens. And then sometimes it's just a portion and you step back and then you kind of have to roll your sleeves up <clears> and like put the work <throat> in to finish it. You know, it's like, yeah, on the spaces. There's kind of a weird utilitarian aspect of it too, mm -hmm. in the way, at least for me and like how I write music, but it's like collaborative between in, in like <laughs> intuition Intu and like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like learning how to like actualize that and like mm -hmm. make it happen. Yeah. That's cool. I got a question for you guys. Mm -hmm. What's been the most surprising thing that has influenced or changed your music? Hmm. Black metal. <laughs> I feel like that's probably that's a hard one to answer all together as yeah, as a yeah. band. I feel like that one would have to be individual. Drugs. During that whole lockdown period, yeah, it changed some shit. I, I feel you, brother. Oh, man. There's one thing. A lot of time to think. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Think yeah. about it. Huh existence and life mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a good question you kind of channel into the electricity between yeah. you and the nether regions of the world there's um we should definitely get back to this question because it is a good question i, 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 I have question. an answer i have yeah. an answer for me for you. there's um you guys know alex gray he did mm -hmm. all the toy yeah, album art absolutely yeah he has a painting where it's a guy painting like yeah a, a canvas yep. and there's this like alien thing like shooting a yep. laser into the back of his head i love that one yeah, awesome. and there's like there's like an audience, mm -hmm. like a like all these faces like watching, mm -hmm. and I think I think maybe there's some truth to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's also kind of a meta thing to make, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like right. So yeah. you're making yeah. what's happening in your painting, which if you think about it, that's kind of what's happening. It's like taking a picture in a mirror and yeah. it just keeps going back. It's like yeah, that same thing. It's it's a continuous. But yeah. man, there's only one story, and we're just telling it in different ways. Yeah, yeah. Okay. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, a different yeah. color or a different twist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little. Yeah, different fire here and there. Yeah, life, death, rebirth, baby. That's it. That's <laughs> kind of where the band That's name it. came from. <laughs> Actually, okay. I was going to ask you guys about that. Where did the band name come from? So basically, yeah, life, death, rebirth. My uncle. Um, uh, this was probably it was. A little bit before we got together, I think Greg and I were kind of, because we jammed a long time ago, me, Wesley, and Greg, and we kind of messed around with some stuff, and Wesley and I, or Greg and I kept in touch, and then we got back together to play, and like, we were thinking about a band, but nothing had really happened yet. Um, anyway, so my uncle was hanging out with him, and he got this tattoo, and I was like, what is that? That's cool. And he he was like, oh, dude, made Mother Crone, and I'm like, what, what does that mean? And he like very, very simply described it um kind of as this like i mean it's it has like pagan origins that's all like the triple goddess like maiden mother crone it's yeah. like the, the stages of female life the pagan trinity exactly yeah um and so when i was looking into it and how like all of these different um sort of belief systems and whatever pulling from that and like it sort of fading into or sort of meaning like uh like moon cycles and like cycles of nature and like maiden mother crone life death rebirth like it's kind of taking that concept and just making it just it's basically constant evolution mm -hmm. um which is we thought was 
pretty representative of kind of what we were already doing because it's like as you said it's got like the heavy atmospheric thing but we've kind of always like just kind of done whatever you know um we definitely have some songs that are out that are a bit sort of outliers of that sort of sound and we've got some stuff that we're working on that's just like left field from that sort of thing but it's still us you know yeah so, and just in general when it comes to making art whether it's music or whatever it's like it is a constant evolution you constantly have to reinvent yourself you like stick to one thing and it just turns stale really quick you know mm -hmm. so yeah that's where the banning came from <laughs> i dig it yeah. yeah so again what is the most shocking thing that's influenced you and why is the answer taylor swift <laughs> 1989 baby that new album is kind of kind of fucking slaps don't it's catchy as fuck. It's no it's catchy really i'll give her that I, i'm not into her music but it's all i'm not a hater yeah, right. I, was, I haven't listened show. to it all the way through, but like what I've heard, I'm like, damn, that's actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'll bet Taylor Swift's saying the same thing. Yeah, she's just like, we're done with it. Uh, where's the Taylor Swift yeah. black metal? Where, where's album? the corpse name? <laughs> Taylor Swift <laughs> the era. The, do we have to make the next that. era? I think, I, I think you guys wrote it. Where's our one shit? Where's my chick? Just need that's, 500 that's bucks. <laughs> sure. So what? Okay. So like, what did what what did your parents like? Let's go around. What did your parents listen to growing up? Like, what was in the house or in the car? Mm -hmm. Which way are we going? Uh, any way you guys want. <laughs> I can start. Um, <laughs> he pointed at me, and Dave's like, "Got it, got it." <laughs> uh, it was it was uh, a lot of different things. Um. My mom and dad both were really into like Chicago, Earth, Wind and Fire, um, classic rock in general. But, you know, I come from musicians where like my dad grew up playing sax. My grandfather was a professional saxophonist. That's dope. Mom played a whole bunch of instruments. Do you play sax? Nah, I played uh, trumpet and French horn. Butt trumpet. Okay. Yeah. Butt trumpet. And piano too. Um, <laughs> but like... Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's just like a whole bunch of like classic rock shit and then i really they didn't really like play it much it was occasionally on the car so i really around um sixth seventh grade me and my buddy who we went to when we moved to nashville to college we've always been friends we played music and stuff he was showing me things like zeppelin and uh stadium arcadium just came out those were the two big ones that kind of got me into music and so kind of went from there listening to anything whether it was like nirvana or uh i remember i got into kiss a little bit now i look back on that and uh, sorry to hear that man <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a picture of him out there with the makeup on and everything. oh my god did you please tell me you did the kiss makeup did you no. ah man <laughs> never did it did you see yeah. them live no, no, no you didn't see them live oh, did you God. all right well there's four of us <laughs> in the band so we need to do ourselves up in kiss makeup for halloween reverse kiss makeup, and then play <laughs> black metal taylor swift songs hell yes yeah hell yeah. yeah halloween let's get our halloween show this is the best bad idea ever. <laughs> it's like fantastic a lot of different directions <laughs> but it always comes back to taylor swift black metal hell yes taylor swift we really bonded a lot on uh we both grew up with like metallica like that early metallica shit like where we learned like the first like two records like crazy that, that was a, going there 
That's <laughs> one thing I because I started the on guitar. Peppers. You and, and I so, bought the chili peppers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And being cool. Mm -hmm. so yeah, I grew up like listening to a shitload of like 70s like pop hits. I listened to like disco. I was gonna point at him and just say this man <laughs> is a walking music encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. But yeah, grew up listening to, like 70s on seven XM and listening like Casey Kasem's like they'd go back and do like every weekend. It would be like the top 100 songs in 1972, this day, and blah, <laughs> yeah, blah, blah. I would just dope. listen to that constantly. Yeah, disco, funk, soul. Mm -hmm. then, you know, yeah, like prog rock, punk rock. My There's parents would just listen to a, a lot of classic rock, too. Though. So, yeah, yeah, like Boston, Rush. Boston Sticks, like lots of AOR shit. Like, I was listening yeah, to Kansas. Black Sabbath. <laughs> I was just about to say Sabbath. I mean, Black Sabbath is a huge one. Yeah. Big one. Sa I was listening, I can't remember. I think it's Elves Wear Shoes, whatever that one's called. Fairies uh, Wear Boots? Fairies Wear Boots. <laughs> I like Elves Wear Shoes. You got it. It's so in the ballpark. It's like, yeah. that. that I, yeah, see, I knew that was wrong. Cool, but I was like, it's close oh. enough. They'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to that the other day, and I'm like, man, just that sound, like the the sound of the recording, you just you don't hear shit like that anymore. Yeah, like the drums are just true. Like it just hits, man. I don't know. You can feel the drums on that. The Billboard groove is one of the most defining things of all music. How could they continue without Billboard? Yeah, no, you just any Sabbath. Any band that's copied Sabbath from like the '90s and stuff, yeah. all the stoner rock stuff, it's the Bill Ward groove that makes it so fucking good. Anyone who yeah. hasn't watched <laughs> a YouTube video of Sabbath in Paris, you know where Ozzy comes out with that room. Uh, yeah, it's like the greatest, one of the, one of the like ever. greatest things. I'm gonna have to look seen. that up later. I mean, it's, I was in church when I was twelve, form. and they were like, "Write a picture of somewhere you wish you could be." <laughs> and I was like, "Paris, 1970, Washington." Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing to write in church. That's, that's oh, crazy wow. that Mickey Mouse went to your church. What the nomination were you? a lot of different things growing up. Like non-denominational? Luckily, so sadly, no. Around. Okay, I got uh, you. I went to a United Methodist church for a while, lots of robes and shit, and some, some Baptist Sick. stuff, and I, I, I saw some crazy <laughs> face-slapping stuff, and they, yeah, it was crazy. Lots of crazy yeah. shit. Did you ever do the laying of hands? Not me. No. <laughs> I watched it happen a lot. I was fucking raised by Jehovah's Witnesses. So no fucking fun. way. Are you serious? Yeah. So was I. Really? Whoa. Yeah. High five. <laughs> High five. <laughs> yeah. You survived. Yeah. What, uh, You're here. What, were you raised? Did you grow up there? Yeah. What congregation did you go to? Who? Um. Let's see. Grew up going cool. to the Smyrna one. Okay. So I lived yeah. in Laverne. Okay. And then we moved to Franklin. Went to that one for a minute. And then, so my parents, when they split up, I was eight and they both kind of fell out of it. And then my dad mm. went back like a couple of years later. And then we were going to somewhere in Bellevue. Okay. We just hopped around a bunch. And then in Lebanon, like that's where my grandparents live. And they've been like hardcore Jehovah Williams their whole life. <laughs> that's, that's what we call it Jehovah Williams. Dude, now. what a yeah. small world. That's crazy. That's I, nuts. I, uh, I grew up in Fayetteville. Okay. Like, and yeah. Until I was eighteen, and yeah. then I moved out. Um, but my my sister is a regular pioneer. Really, yeah. my brother is too. 
That's nuts. Small world, man. That's wild. Regular, That's crazy. Next level regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't know what I was going to say. Oh, uh, yeah, we're just talking about like deep terminology. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's, it's, yeah, it's, it's nuts, man. That's so crazy. That's wild, dude. That is nuts. Um, okay, so a lot yeah. of religious background with yeah. everybody. Right. My, Jewish, brother was was back, well, my brother will listen to our band because the name has pagan origins. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's fun. I mean, that's what I said. Shout out to you. <laughs> did, uh, uh, did, did Greg also grow up religiously? Yes. Yes. So it's yes. okay. So that's like an influence for the whole band. Oh, <laughs> right. There's your answer. The shocking There's thing a, that inspired us it was is, our old religious upbringing. So <laughs> you'll understand this. Yeah. I, I when I, I was homeschooled too. Okay. Me too, dude. Really? <laughs> dude, homeschooled? <laughs> Fuck it. Homeschool club, dude. I had uh, the best time. Yeah. Um, like honestly, in a lot of ways, I think it's better than like going through the institution That's and like yeah, yeah, freedom. Yeah, I ran wild. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So you guys don't know exactly what I mean. But like when I turned eighteen, I moved out, <laughs> and I didn't know anybody because like yeah, like I was homeschooled and a witness, so I literally knew no one outside of the Except organization. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you need? No, so <laughs> I just started going to shows here, and that like really like filled that void, dude. That's awesome. Of, like community, wow. Yeah, um, that's nuts. It's just out. It's it's crazy to counterculture, like yeah. to yeah. oppressive religious background. That's like sure. We we have a really interesting scene here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just want to say like what you guys do is like really important. Like you, whether you realize it or not, thank you. Like because. The kind of shit saves lives, for real. Like I wouldn't be here without live music. So appreciate it. Yeah, I agree it's a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it kind of helps us get through life too. Whether yeah. it's what we're consuming or whether it's what we're creating, it kind of helps us navigate it's the just, challenges. It's just to meet people, to see gumbo. people that you back to the cosmic gumbo people gumbo. that give a shit about what you give yeah. a shit about, and it's yeah, it's hey, mental health. If it's we're not great. here to make art and experience art like what is the point mm-hmm. yeah to me yeah. there's like nothing yeah. else to do really right yeah praise god what, one word. <laughs> yeah. Praise. i would be yeah right i would be the maiden the mother and the crone <laughs> so that actually that's a good segue like well actually i want to hear what what kind of music was in the house oh yeah yeah okay um so my mom listens to like a lot of like sixties and seventies like folk kind of stuff like okay. a lot of Joni Mitchell. Um, I grew up with a lot of Simon and Garfunkel. So yeah, yeah, a lot of Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, trying to remember what else. There's a lot of Joni Mitchell. A lot of there was a lot of like that kind of like singer songwritery, but like really good songs kind of stuff. Like Gillian Welch is another one that was like just ingrained in my brain. Uh, but then she also listened to a lot of like Aretha Franklin and like Ed James and um, like Erica Badu all the time for a little bit. I remember like I have Rimshot like just in my head all the time. <laughs> it's so smooth. Uh, and then my dad was like, my dad always loved music. He wasn't as like big into it, I guess. You know what I mean? Like he kind of a simple minded guy. Not really. But, <laughs> <laughs> He would appreciate that. No, but uh, <laughs> he was listening. I remember, like, he listened to a lot of Miles Davis 
Um, hell yeah, dude. But then a lot of butt rock in the car, like on the radio. You know, <laughs> like, that's like, a hard fucking yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Damn, that is night and day. And I think in some part it was like for my brother and I too, because like we'd hear crunchy guitars and be like, oh, it's cool. You yeah. Know? But like, uh, what's that fucking Three Doors Down song about Superman? We thought that Chris was the coolest shit ever. Yeah. I was like six, you know. But then we also listened to a lot of like 70s and 80s pop, like Prince and uh, like Hall and Oates and like a bunch of that kind of stuff. Kenny Loggins. There's a lot of Kenny Loggins in the house. You guys are bringing a lot um, of different stuff to the table as far as yeah, the yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, we like just about everything. everything sucks. Pretty good. Yeah, if it, if it sucks. We hate I it. I thought you said unless it's us. Yeah, everything except our own fans. Yeah. Like, hey, that record we put out, I listen to it. Sucks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> the thing you guys slaved over for years. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We get in here and we just hate each other. <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm actually like, we. This will be like episode like 139, 140, something like that. Yes, and I've damn. I've seen that. I've seen infighting. Like oh, you guys have it. a good chemistry together. Yeah. We, yeah. we we give each other shit just back and forth all the time, and it's all love. But we we know how to like take it and just <laughs> make it funnier. Yeah, like if you if if one of us throws something at the other one, they're like ah, and then throw it back, or just turn it into something even more stupid. And it's just yeah, I don't think we'll dig deep. We'll dig deep. We'll dig deep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. personal. But But we know we know how to laugh at it too. That's life. So like hard segue. Mm -hmm. Um, Do we have any? I hesitate to say ghost stories because that's not really what I'm like anything that's happened to you on or not on drugs that you can't explain with reason and logic like anything. I mean, I've done DMT a few times, but that's a whole other podcast. Um, Yeah, I mean, we can. I've told quite a few DMT stories on the show. So really comfortable. You can definitely I think that counts for sure. Okay, I was mostly joking, but I can. Um, up to you you know no pressure i will say i'll I'll sum up like the first profound one that i had um because i had done it a couple times but i didn't really like really do it you know and like you know go somewhere else kind of thing you Um, break through yeah 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 yeah. because i was i was kind of pussyfooting around Mm -hmm. a little bit and uh the one time i was like fuck it let's do it and i remember like I was listening to Mogwai because it was like just something Dude, soothing yeah. that I love, you know, and it was something I knew really nice well choice. too. Yeah, thanks. Um, EP, EP plus six, that one. Um, and it, it was funny because I remember almost like hearing it just like, okay, later. You know, it was just like <laughs> silence. Like yeah. I, I, I heard it. It sounded like it was in this little tiny little mm. tube for the sound somehow. And it just was like over here and then it went away. And then it was just a whole bunch of stuff I can't explain. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from this one there's this weird like image that popped up that i couldn't tell if i was a part of it or if i was looking at it that was this really weird like it was this two-dimensional like cafe kind of thing um i say two-dimensional you couldn't really tell where like the like the floor met the the wall and where the walls met and anything like that um but there were like men and women that frozen images, but a bunch of noise, you know, and they were kind of like wiggling a little bit, but it wasn't like mouths moving and whatever. And all the men were blue and all the women were pink. Whoa. And all the furniture was like red. And then there were these little cups with like this little gold, little bit of liquid in it, you know, but it was all like two dimensional, like pixelated. 
It's really weird. It well, was the most clear like DMT image thing I've ever mm -hmm. seen. Um, and then it kind of faded just into I don't even know. And at the time, I was like going through a bunch of stuff, super depressed. I had been doing a bunch of drugs and was just like not great in the head and was like kind of trying to work my way out of it. Um, and kind of right before I came to, it was like this <laughs> this voice that was like really deep and really high. And there were like 500 of them. And it said, you have everything you need. And then I woke up and I was like, fuck, what? And my buddy <laughs> that, that gave it to me, he actually made it. I like got up and gave him a hug mm -hmm. and was just like, thank you for that. And like went outside and was like, what the fuck? And then within the next month, I just was after that was completely sober for like three years. So that was, it was a pretty, pretty Damn. powerful one. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, wild, I wasn't because of you, but yeah, I did, I did meet you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I completely changed my relationship with substances. I'll say that because yeah. I don't, Thank I God. don't drink all that much. I do not smoke weed all that much. Like, I still need to kick the cigarettes, but that's about the only thing. You know, I don't like need anything really as bad. I At least, like, I need you know, <laughs> I need it. Yeah. I need it. Greg's not here, but didn't he have one related to wasn't it silhouettes? Like the image of the, the woman's oh. like the shadow. I mean he's not here to really explain it. Yeah. I feel like he did and he kind of provided some imagery for songs. Yeah, what a tease, Dave. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Greg, uh, you know, not here, being operated on yeah, for uh, his <laughs> robo limbs. Did anyone else notice that like the entire time you were telling that story, the lights were flickering and now yeah. they're not yeah. doing it anymore? Yeah. yeah. Wild. The cosmos. Telling yeah, us, dude. Uh, cosmic cosmos. Cosmos. So <laughs> it's just it. gonna keep coming back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, all this is is a cosmic gumbo, man. Like, yeah. It's fucking all these. Uh, you got the rice and the the gumbo. And sausage. <laughs> I was gonna say and yeah, sausage. Man, Italy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the bouillon. Yeah. <laughs> it's all mixed together, man. Um. They, they're doing some studies right now with DMT where well, we're not going to make this a DMT episode. This is the Joe Rogan experience. Deer in the woods and it's gone. He kills you. You know what's so crazy? Gorillas. <laughs> yeah. Hey Jamie, Jamie, can you pull up that episode? Uh, can you pull up that video of the guy getting fucked to death by the horse? <laughs> he's working. He Jamie's working. I'll blow it up right there. Behind you guys. <laughs> oh wow, look at that. He's yeah, dead. He's a goose the whole time in a suit, and then there's like three seconds where it's just like, oh! <laughs> like a real gentleman juice. Look at him oh, go. That's a that's a return. Mm. Um, but they're, they're doing studies right now where they're like doing intermuscular injections mm -hmm. and keeping people under yeah, and like multiple people at the same time, like mm -hmm. seeing each other there. Really? Yeah. Mm. So it's Whoa. really fucking that there's like some like hard, I'm not going to say it's like proof, but there's like hard evidence that it's not a hallucination, mm -hmm. which is something I've, I've thought for a while now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you ever have the thing happen where it's like, whatever entities are in there, like the fuck are you doing? Oh yeah, Did that happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they kind of they they literally they get all up in your shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's also this like we've been waiting for you. It's, it's so weird, dude. It, it's the weirdest thing I've had. 
the first time I did it, I had like a really profound experience. I, I was also going through some shit the first mm-hmm. time I did it. And like, it's both a great and terrible idea. Yeah. Going through some shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was the most painful, yeah. heartbreaking experience of my life, but I needed that. Mm-hmm. Like I really needed that. Through it. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I've, I've gotten into those stories before. We can talk about it later if you want, mm-hmm. but um, I've had experiences that were just weird, like nothing yeah, profound, yeah. just weird. And then um, this most recent time I've done it, um, I felt, still feel like I was under attack from something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's made me question whether I'll ever do it again. Okay. Because it was not this thing. Again, if, if these aren't hallucinations, we really don't know what the fuck we're messing with. Yeah. Um, yeah that's a good point. You're, you're just opening up doors, man. And this last time was just not good. Like I, mm-hmm. I felt like I was like fighting for my being, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Did it seem sort of like an eternity of fighting or, oh, it, I mean, cause so I know weird. it's only yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. It, it, it does something weird to time where it is 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. but also it, it is also just way longer than that. So um, when, you, when you're in it, you just kind of forget that time's a thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you'll experience, depending on how much you take, like, you, you'll experience, like, complete ego death where you forget your, you forget about you entirely. Yeah. It's like, leave you back here. Yeah. It's great. Um, it's something. It can be good. It can be good. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's, it, when you completely lose that sense of identity, I think that's kind of, not a bad thing, but it can get a little... It's humbling. Yeah, a little sketchy. Yeah. Yeah, it's humbling. Yeah. To, it's like, oh, I exist outside of this, right. this figure I portray myself mm-hmm. as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the, the uh, I, I agree with you that I've had some that are just weird. And I feel like that, um, I don't know, in, in my experience, it almost feels like when I, when I do it and I don't pull anything from it, it's like, well, maybe I didn't need it. Oh, when yeah. It's just weird. I'm kind of like, okay, well, maybe I just didn't need to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um which at the same time it's it's the argument of whether or not you need it is like kind of weird but um, yeah i think it can help some people out and then it can like really traumatize other yeah. people and it's yeah. also like completely dependent on just the experience like you never know never know what you're gonna get right yeah <laughs> right. well and it is like set, a box of chocolate it is straight up though because it's set and setting it's who you're with it's yeah. how you do it because mm-hmm. you know it's like it's pretty much synthesized every time so it's like yeah however it's made too is a big part of it um um yeah extracted or synthesized yeah right yeah. um yeah every time i've done it it was an extraction yeah. um but yeah i prefer I, that dmt is like it's it's a molecule so like i think i think i've never done it synthesized but i think either way you're kind of it's not like a weed where there's like strands you mm-hmm. know right. where it's like yeah like DMT is DMT. Well, you've got there's I'm in my experience like the synthesized stuff is like the just mm. like you're just okay. You know what I mean? But it's also if you freebase it. Oh, that makes sense because kind of, if you're extracted, then there's like plant fibers and right. alkaloids and shit. There's the yeah. There's two. Mm. There's something that uh, I learned about called changa that's like either an extraction or you can synthesize it, but you kind of like melt it down over like a herb or something like that. Yeah, like I've had it with like um, CBD flour, so it's not okay psychoactive and whatever. Um, at least the, the weed part of it, and that is a lot more grounded. Like you can open your eyes and look around and still see that you're here, kind of thing. And it's more like close your eyes and kind of go inward, sort of whatnot. But uh, 
it's just as intense and it's almost like almost a little slower like it's difficult to describe because that's the only way there's the, yeah you know what i mean which is just like can be cool but it's so much information all at once that it's like really hard to pull from so gotcha. the other way is a little more digestible in a way um, here we go we got on the whole yeah <laughs> i promised myself sorry everybody <laughs> um yeah before we get on to talk about dmt I'm for done. three hours <laughs> I'm, done. Um, I'm putting it in this little hole right here any supernatural borderline mm. supernatural experiences not a weird super random shit you're but a it's walking really hard supernatural to experience yeah. <laughs> this is a weird fucking <laughs> yeah. supernatural experience day, man. Yeah. i don't know the last thing that really struck me was uh i don't even remember what had happened before that i've been going through some weird mental shit like a few months back and mm. It's not. It's nothing specific, and I have no idea what it was. But we were actually in our practice doing some shit, and uh, during a really loud part of the thing we were practicing, out of the blue, I just had like an extreme loud yell, like a vicious, violent scream that sounded like someone was right here <laughs> next to me, and I just whipped, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And they all looked at me like I was fucking losing my mind, and then I was just like, "I think I am losing my mind," oh, and, shit, and no one was there. No one was, was fucking mid-song there. Or was it, it was mid-song. It was like mid-song. Yeah, as thing. soon as we kicked into the shit, and boys and him in, yeah. it was all boom. It was just like, ah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And I went through like a like about a month or so at, around that time where I was just like, I don't know, seeing weird shit. I don't know. Off and on weird psychosis things. Oh, mm. crazy! It's fun though. <laughs> you, you, you figure some shit out through it. Yeah, it's all right. How lighthearted you switched it. It's fun. It's all right. <laughs> you got to keep yourself, you know, on your toes. On your toes. Yeah. yeah. Mentally and yeah. S- stir it up a little. Um, you had something you were yeah. going to I was going to say, have you ever heard of exploding head syndrome? Mm-hmm. Yes. Just read about this. It sounds yeah. like that, but you're like, yeah. Pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard about this, but what the yeah. fuck? It's a hell of a concept. So it's um it's I think it's is like this like spontaneous combustion? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like JFK. It's head <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you mean when JFK killed himself? He did it first. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like JFK shot JFK. Yeah. yeah. People don't think it'd be like that, but it but it do. KFJ. <laughs> Where can fucking kill my ass? Just smoke grenade through the window. Oh, they, 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 know. they know too much. Sniper rifle through the tiles. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald's making a comeback, y'all. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Okay. Exploding, okay, exploding head syndrome. Um, I think it's like a sleep disorder, like a mental thing. Basically, as you're falling asleep, you'll just hear some insanely loud noise. Like a lot of people say, it sounds like someone's breaking into their house. And then yeah. they wake up and they like look around. There's nothing, you know. Yeah. Maybe some kind of sleep paralysis thing. Yeah, I don't know that the story. Would make sense nothing. actually, because yeah. I hadn't been sleeping much then. Well, mm-hmm. the, you know what? Drinking. You know what? A funny thing is that I learned about fucking alcoholism, Uh-oh. buddy. No, I I didn't know this. This was literally like a week or two ago that uh, it was something about if you don't if you don't get enough sleep. And especially if you drink something about alcohol throwing off like the, the quality of sleep mm-hmm. that you get, the uh the part of your brain that dreams will just be like, eh, we're not waiting, and we'll just like fire off oh, um, little bits of like you're basically dreaming while you're awake. Damn. So maybe that, that was explains a lot of things, something actually. like that. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't remember exactly how like the alcohol plays into it, but if you get like just shit sleep or don't sleep at all, whatever activates dreams in your brain it's just like well if we're not going to sleep we're just going to sneak this in here damn yeah makes sense 
it's caused like car accidents and all kinds of crazy shit because people just like not sleeping right yeah you know, i wonder like, if that's like um when they're awake like shadow people stuff like that could be oh, yeah. Like, yeah yeah oh yeah because yeah. that, that's usually tied with sleep deprivation too yeah, yeah. seen them yeah i um shit. I don't. That was the bayou. <laughs> this is like kind of. Yeah, we were just in New Orleans last weekend. So oh, nice. We, we, we saw back some down in the bayou. The Rougarou. I am the Rougarou. He's not real. This is kind of like a dangerous line of thinking, but I, I wonder about like mental illness and like seeing shit like that is actually just there and like where the lines are. If there is one There's at all, no veil. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, this the reason I say it's a dangerous line of thinking is like, if you have mental illness like schizophrenia, mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't humor the idea that these things actually exist, and it maybe it is just all in your head, and maybe that's a safer mm-hmm. way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. But um, I wonder. Yeah. Is all. Yeah. I wonder, so you wonder how much of it could be a matter of perspective <laughs> and not. I'm gonna do yeah, like, what's how it actually is. Yeah, like two people in a room kind of guy. Like, are you <laughs> insane or are you <laughs> right. really sane sure. right now? You're sure. way too sane. Yeah. For your own good. Yeah. Again, dangerous thinking right now. <laughs> you never know, man. Oh, uh, so so what what about you? Had you weird Honestly, nothing really comes to mind that I can really think of. It's a real grounded fellow. Yeah, everything's just <laughs> perfect and right in my life. I don't know. Nah, nothing really that I can't explain. I don't know. Baba Yaga? Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> you see the Baba Yaga? You've met Baba Yaga well, before. Sure. That's his great-grandmother was the Baba Yaga. Oh, oh nice. Oh. Yeah. It's, uh... She christened him. Cool. <laughs> I I um I like how I don't know where how much truth there is to the story, and I think we should just leave it that way. It's a legend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. How was the Bobby Yaga? <laughs> Bobby Yaga is an old lady that rides around in a pot that has she. It's like a she melts children in a soup. Yeah. Her, her house has giant chicken legs. Yeah. That's yeah. All yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. That's my grandma. She scared the hell. <laughs> Great grandma. Yeah. Your grandmother's a beautiful can woman. <laughs> Please. Can I take a pee break? Oh yeah. Um, Just we, in this we corner. Well, we'll be back after this intermission. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Hey. Oh, there's no knob. Bye bye. Oh yeah. but they're Romans. Perseus <laughs> and Tomethius. <laughs> oh, should I do my gravy thing? Drink gravy and you won't piss. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, <sighs> it's true. Um, nine out of ten uh, dentists agree that if you drink gravy, you will you'll piss. Uh, will get blocked up. Nice um, and clogged. Yeah. Nothing will get through there. And seven out of ten say if you drink cum, your teeth will grow back. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the stem cells. <laughs> what if all this work been for then? <laughs> Your teeth will grow back. Like even if you have teeth, you'll just grow new teeth. I had I had none a year ago. <laughs> I drank them one time, and uh, here we are. Oh, it, it was a six month process. Yeah. They start coming back. It was it was a gallon a week for six months. Yeah, he's got that pearly white. Yeah, and I couldn't afford to buy it off the market, so it was just a. So we've talked about um, like interdimensional. <laughs> <Reel it> in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we we talked about like interdimensional stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about extraterrestrials? And I guess yes. When I yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let me questions. clarify, right? Because like because <laughs> yeah. yes, like, you're to if, think that it's not possible. Like it, well, oh, it's, it's 
it's it, it's impossible for there not to be right. borderline impossible for yeah. there not to be life out there yeah, so my question more, more tailored down do you think extraterrestrial life has been here or is currently here or both yeah I, hmm. could be we'll never know if we don't know yeah. i don't know you know what i mean Dave's one. I think we're yeah. we're too. Yeah. <laughs> Joke. No. <laughs> Where do you think we came from? There's a. The I people. think we're too civilian um, to know. <laughs> like. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Though, there's, it's it's too tough to really say. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's very impossible. It's too big for there not to be them there, and I mean, I think that it's been long enough that they've definitely been here. Did, mm. they've at least driven by. Yeah, they've like, been like, yeah, fuck, that. Not. fuck that. Shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. There's they, they drove shit. by in like 1943 and they were like, uh, uh yeah, awkward. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're doing better than this. Let's go. <laughs> what do you guys think about all the new like disclosure stuff that's been coming out recently? Disclosure stuff? Um, all right. So I brought this up last time I was on the podcast and I had no idea what I was talking about. I did my research now. So it's got David Grush or Gresh. He's like this former government spook. And he's basically been saying, like, the government has, you know, basically um, craft that is not of human origin. Oh, yeah. They've got yeah. material that doesn't abide by our laws, and they probably got pilots from those craft, too. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of whistleblowers lately. Yeah, for sure. Think about it. I think it's dope. <laughs> hell yeah. So, I mean, it's, I think hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm well, ready to meet My them. whole thing when it comes to just extraterrestrial life. Is like we have no fucking clue. We couldn't even imagine what it would be. You know, it's like and as many representations of aliens that there are in whatever medium of media, whatever. It's like mm-hmm. I don't think they would look anything close right. to what we think. Mm-hmm. No two we arms, two legs, two eyes, kind of thing. Like, plant, so exactly. They would. I feel like you know because their genetic the makeup and whatever else would probably be completely different. Like their planet, they instead of having like life. Due to hydrogen, oxygen, whatever it is, it's like fucking argon and germanium. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know yeah, it might like not completely be different. Like, no. yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Could there, be completely different elements. There's a um, documentary I really like uh, called "The Museum of Alien Life," and it breaks it down into like, if we were to come across alien life, what would it look like? And it breaks it down, and it's a two-part documentary where half of it is carbon-based, and then it gets into non-carbon-based, and what. It, that gets really weird because how would we even know if it's alive if it doesn't right eat right right or sleep it's like what is what is life right what what is life guys <laughs> what what makes Whatever something this alive is. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough it's um it's, i guess that's kind of a human concept so it's like yeah. It's whatever the fuck we say it is, actually. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of define, you know, find merit in your own life, too. Mm. So, yeah. a bit of a variable in definition. Like most things, everyone should have their own meaning for it. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should have their own meaning. So, the meaning everything. to life is kind of individualized. It's should not one blanket answer. Yeah. As <clears> then, <throat> otherwise, so. you're just... I mean, I feel like if you think were, differently. You only have a certain time on this earth, and, like, do we really know... You know, if it's the way the, the books and the religion say it is, it, it, you know, it's it's tough to say. You, know, you can only do what you can yeah. with the time you have. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a large cosmos, so, you know, you use your life that you have to the best of your ability. Yeah. And when it gets into, like, the religion stuff, like, obviously, I, I grew up with the Bible. And that, that is one thing <laughs> about witnesses is they actually read the Bible versus mm-hmm. just talking to a preacher. Yeah. And yeah. it's like... Are being talked at by a preacher and it's like um 
I have a healthy respect, especially for the Torah, also the New Testament, but like the Old Testament specifically. And I find it really interesting because ancient Israelites did not take it literally. Like they understood mm -hmm. it to be parable. Right. And it's like, like a very recent thing, like the last like 500 years where people go, no, that should happen. Adam and Eve. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Like, no, bro. It's a book of stories that happened though. People think it's true. Very literal for some reason about <laughs> things like that. Because... Yeah. If you want to get real tinfoil hat, Simplified. if there oh, is like a, yeah. a dark one, mm. that would be like the Lord best Sidious. thing he could do. Yeah. If, yeah. if Darth Sidious <laughs> runs the <laughs> galaxy, that'd be like the best thing for him to do is like infiltrate the religion mm -hmm. and then yeah. like corrupt the message yeah mm -hmm. straight up because to me it's like not as well, it takes away take it literally it Ooh. takes away power from the yeah. other right. side well in yeah. some way it's you could argue it has potentially happened with the way that you know it's all the language it's the way it's been translated over centuries and it's yeah the way it is today is not necessarily what it was then sure so, the way denominations will twist it mm -hmm. themselves just for Sorry, some of them ain't, prey on each other. Ain't no yeah. way that dude talking with Bush yeah. is on fire. Bro. Sith <laughs> is upon us. Dude, Sith are here. It's also just psychedelic usage back then, yeah. too. Oh, so a yeah. lot of that oh, was psychedelic sure. imagery being a hundred percent forth. Yeah. Bush? No, for real. Acacia Bush <laughs> is uh, relative to the area of Mount Sinai. So it's very possible yeah. that he was burning DMT. That dude was like fucking God. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the fuck else do you say about that? Yeah. That, yeah no, yeah, it's yeah, like, no. guys, I met God. And I don't give a fuck what you guys think. I <laughs> met God up there. Like, that's yeah, that's what happens. It's just like doing happens. like sand angels up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just real slow. Sand like, angels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's going really fast. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Holy yeah. shit, I'm flying. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you stop this thing. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of ergot poisoning? Ergot. Heard of it. I know about ergot. ergot. You know about ergot, yeah. yeah so it's ergot. basically um expired grains like rye and stuff. Okay. They produce um I think it's called ergot, oh. and it's this compound where it's basically like LSD. Like if you okay. eat too much expired grain, you just start tripping like crazy. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people think know. that might have been witch trials too. That's um, really. They also say that's possibly what Selma was. Um, like the Greeks getting together and taking, um, I think it's uh, I think it's Plato talks about like there was like basically a secret society that was getting to. It might be Socrates. Basically, there's a secret society in ancient Greece that's getting together and doing something and like hmm. seeing stuff. And that's one of the prevailing theories is they were taking ergot beer, like um, mm. LSD beer. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, party. That sounds so awesome. is ergot poisoning basically just the effect, feeling the effects? Yeah. Of, it's like okay. doing it not on purpose. You just oh, eat too much okay. expired gravy and trip out. Yeah. That wild. would be some shit, though. Like you didn't mm. know, mm. you <laughs> know, and you eat something or whatever. And then you're just like within an hour, you're like, I thought the sandwich was fine. <laughs> like I, I would probably think that i'm not making it out of that one you know? yeah. yeah man you got yeah. duped by some ham and That'd cheese crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy i mean definitely you call into work you're like i'm not okay <laughs> i did have to call it a work because my mom accidentally drugged me one time that was pretty embarrassing you want to tell this story sure one. yeah uh <laughs> this sounds hilarious 
It's pretty bad. Uh, let's see. I didn't get my license until I was like 18. Um, and <laughs> we went and got – I got my license. We drove way out to Cookville to get a car that was like – my mom owned the car. was like letting her ex-girlfriend borrow it, whatever. She was giving me the car. We're driving back. Um, we lived like kind of in between Bellevue and Franklin hmm. at the time, like in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so I'm following her because I didn't have a smartphone yet. And uh, she had GPS. She ended up missing a turn or something. We stopped and got lunch. And like my back was kind of bugging me or something. And she was like, oh, I got ibuprofen if you want some. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And she hands me these four like huge like white pills out of this like busted up ass ibuprofen bottle. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know shit. And I was also doing a fair amount of drugs at the time. Like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And so fast forward like 45-ish minutes. Cause we like we took a wrong turn somehow ended up in like Spring Hill. Okay. And so, you know, another 45 that's minutes to Bellevue. That's yeah. a yeah. turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we were like on 840, I think, and she missed an exit. I I don't really know. That's like trying to figure it out now, knowing the roads better. But anyway, uh <laughs> we're getting back. We lived kind of by the uh the Natchez Trace Bridge. It was like under the bridge, yeah, you highway 100, you take a right. It's like sort of by Loveless Cafe. There's this uh like this road that when if you turn right from where the bridge is the natchez trace bridge like it loops around for like three miles and comes out by loveless cafe and we were like at the top of this hill we used to joke that it was like a portal to another universe because that place was just fucking strange but uh anyway i'm starting to feel all kinds of weird i'm like fucking trying not to fall asleep and like it's 3 p.m like i'm like dude i what the fuck is happening and then we turn on the streets, like windy back roads. I'm like struggling, you know, and our driveway was kind of like a little horseshoe, like a little half loop. And she turns into like the first little spot. I go to go around her and my loopy ass like overcorrected and I end up slipping into this little ditch and like fucked up the car. Like the axle got all fucked up and whatever. But um, I was supposed to go to work and I already told my boss I was going to be late because of taking a wrong turn or whatever and i called him and i'm like or i went and took a shower got out of the shower i was like this towels like and i walked into the kitchen and my roommate had made a pot of coffee so i like pour a cup of coffee like step outside and smoke a cigarette i'm like oh, this feels fucking great <laughs> and my mom's like are you sure are you okay like do you can you go to work i'm like i don't know <laughs> What's that? And then I like I went to sit down or something, and it was just like sloppy. Like I go I go to sit instead of just like this. I like fell over real hard. And she was like, "Yeah, I don't think you should go to work." And she starts looking through her purse, and turns out she had a bottle of ibuprofen, but the bottle she gave me was like a like prescription muscle relaxers in an oh, old shit. ibuprofen bottle for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, so she gave me four of them, and like the dose was only one. Or something. Oh and fuck! Like, I was. Fucked up is great. I was having the best time, but I had to call my boss and be like, hi, uh, I can't I can't come in after all. And he's like, why why not? Like he was pissed. I'm like, my mom can't give me some drugs. <laughs> he was not fucking happy at all. It's not yeah. My fault. Damn. Yeah, I had a car for like 12 hours, maybe, and fucking <laughs> fucked it up in a ditch because I was Oh, high muscle relaxer. Fuck, man. 
Wow. I drove it for like two weeks. I didn't know the axle was fucked up. You get above like 50 and it'd be like, wee, 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 wee. I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> oh well. Why is yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Good times. Good times. Where where do you guys think people came from? Like not life. Specifically, right you mean specifically, he's nuts, bro. That's where people came from. You know where dude, they come you from. I never thought, yeah, where do babies come from? <laughs> Sears, so but I learned that from Calvin and Hobbes. They come from Sears. Oh, wow, yeah, build a baby. The more, the more you know, build your own baby. Yeah, that was back when orphanages were in Sears. Oh, you're right, <laughs> you could just buy one. Oh yeah, so I think I'll take this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there a turn? Does this one have all the shots? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, do you think it's like a natural progression, like uh from monkey to person? Or after what? Uh, Just like, like that. Uh, day? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, I mean, yeah, over multi many, okay. many years. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, uh, I, I like this theory. There's a lot of prevailing ones. Like they say, there's a missing link, but not if it's a very, very gradual slope, right? Mm. Um, that makes sense to me Flea too. From the wild thornberries. That was good. Yeah, he's eternal. Yeah. Um, I didn't know. It was like a few years ago. Um, I was in D.C. and we went to like the Smithsonian museum there whatever and there was this whole exhibit that i did not get to spend nearly enough time in um that was like just the evolution of humanity and it was fucking fascinating because i just like never thought about different species of human being Mm, yeah never considered Mm -hmm. that like they had this whole section that was like about each different kind and like kind of the sort of rough um section on ozzy yeah (laughs) but just like the periods of time that each of them lived and they had these like sort of um like busts of the heads that they made from Mm. just whatever bone fragments they found and shit and they had them all kind of at the height like the average height that each one would be and i guess homo sapiens are like the biggest but oh really yeah yeah, like there were one of the earliest humans were like fucking dude, tiny damn. Little, yeah, like oh, you're talking about a uh, Homo florensis, something, something like yeah. that. I couldn't remember all the names. Yeah, yeah, they're tiny. They look more like monkeys than any other human. You know, like they have their heads are kind of like pushed back and like mm. big noses and like eyes are sunk way back in. And seeing something like that, it's kind of like okay, now it makes sense how mm. we came from monkeys. No, straight people. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I yeah that that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, Flying spaghetti monster, dude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't gonna say it. Stuff out, eh? But yes, <laughs> it just fucking noodles us out, and we're just like, what is it? Uh, Parme- Parmesan three sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, there's on DoorDash. There's a guy. restaurant called Pasta Slut. I've been really thinking. Oh, about yeah. Food. I think we're all going to pasta <laughs> yeah, yeah, slide. Yeah. Well, you haven't had your pasta. I haven't had the her pasta yet. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm so down with that. You gotta like spit on the new <laughs> <It's ones. laughs> You gotta go and smack them. You gotta talk dirty. You have to get consent first before you do anything. <laughs> You have to get consent. Is this okay? (laughs) (laughs) Can I completely (laughs) annihilate you? Can I eat you? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the missing link question. Seeing that when I saw that, I had never thought of that. I didn't ever try to look into it. Seeing like the different species of human through 
so yeah centuries and centuries and eons and whatever it's it's crazy to In, intuitively i'm like okay there's something definitely separating us from animals right mm. like the slave right, like theory what, what McKenna, yeah. they took mush, monkeys took mushrooms mm. um kind of like you were talking the first like you accidentally get ergot poisoning you're like what the fuck yeah right <laughs> if you're a monkey you just start like oh shit i'm aware of my existence yeah, right now yeah yeah and like that theory doesn't not hold water to me or like the Anunnaki, like fucking uh, Mesopotamian, Sumerian yeah. text mm -hmm. actually talk. The oldest living text we have is the Epic of Gilgamesh. And it talks mm -hmm. about the history or how people came to be. And that, those those things made sense to me until I started like getting older and thinking about, well, no, it's not that there's a missing link. It's that humans are fucking ancient. Mm -hmm. it's that people people have existed for a very long time and it's a very gradual progression so all mm -hmm. of these ideas make sense to me but that one does make a lot of sense to me too mm -hmm. didn't star trek happen before natural human life yes basically yes. so i think yes. dr spock <laughs> star Wars. no 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 star trek yo may the fourth oh, be with you dude i think dr <laughs> spock did a little jiggy thing Do you remember when in a lab and he like made all of us did a little jizzy thing in the lab jiggy no, 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 oh, no, like no, 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 right here. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, oh, we're, <laughs> we're going to have to blur that out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, that no, was, uh, that's a great stuff. album name, Intergalactic Scissory. Intergalactic Scissory. Mm. Nice. Or podcast. <laughs> yeah, either or, dude. Hey. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, so two podcasts. I think I'll just rebrand this now. It's Intergalactic Scissory. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm with it. What are you going to say? I got to cycle back here. Star Trek takes place in the past. I thought no. it was like super future. It is. It is. Yeah, it's the future. I mean, Star okay. Wars is I'm long, long time ago. Star Wars is the past. Star it's Wars has. Star Wars okay. was. Oh yeah. Star Trek <laughs> is like Yoda. 21, 22. I don't, yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Well, I, I didn't really watch it, but I do remember. 1980. <laughs> that was a good time. This I did while we're while we're talking about Star Wars, and I I'll try not to go off on a whole thing here. Yeah. But something I I, I love George Lucas. I'm more of a George Lucas fan than I am a Star Wars fan. What part but, of him do you like the most? Is it his turkey neck? The whole <laughs> <laughs> Anything he's ever said in an interview is just fucking gold. Like, um, in, in talking about the prequel movies, he's it's like, it's very bold in terms of jerking people around, but. <laughs> I may have gone a bit too far in a few places. I do that's like how he talks. good at George Lucas, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I practice it a lot. Yeah. Do the lead thing where he's like, what? what's another George Lucas film? American Graffiti was I, the best film I ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, want, I want Jar Jar to walk like a black man. <laughs> hey. Did he say this? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I didn't know he did that. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. George Lucas rabbit hole goes so fucking deep. I could I'm, I promise not to talk about DMT or George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> They've, so they've heard enough the of this. You should call the episode DMT and George Lucas. Yeah. That's Papa what I live for. Oh, man. George Lucas is such a fucking meme. So, episode four, New Hope, mm -hmm. is about a. I, I wrote a. I was homeschooled, but I had like a curriculum and I wrote a paper on episode four one time. Hell it's yeah. about a knight that goes to save a princess and he uses a sword to fight an evil wizard. Yeah. And it's 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 not sci-fi. Like no. Star Trek is sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Star Trek is sci-fi as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars is straight up fantasy in a sci-fi setting. Yeah. It's futuristic straight up, yeah. fantasy. Straight up. 
And what's and hilarious... Harry Potter is just rebranded Star Wars. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just kids with wands. Except way less good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so do, does it follow like the hero's journey, like Joseph Campbell? Yeah. That kind of thing? No, yeah. It's mm. it's like the most classic light and dark. It really just, is. They just painted it like, the, like sci-fi. Yeah. You know? The ultimate. Yeah. And it, it's funny because he... Episode five, like Star Wars, it's super fucking good. Mm. Um, way better than he thought it was going to. Yeah. And then episode five gets contracted and he's like i don't want to direct it so yeah, they someone yeah. else directed episode five because george lucas didn't give a fuck yeah you guys know about mcclunky yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fucking spielberg <sighs> almost did fucking return of the jedi yeah. really yeah. yeah he was like this close to doing it and Damn. then uh because him and spielberg and george lucas have been like long-time yeah. friends and i guess like, i think it's jaws, <laughs> yeah. i think it's jaws and actually done sex tape and the new <laughs> hope that came out around the same time and they had a bet oh okay on like Whichever movie did better, the whoever won and their movie the did other. better was gonna get <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But was gonna give them like a little percentage of the like the royalties or whatever. Okay. Oscar. Is it ass. like Yoda's like an ET, isn't he? Like like a Yoda kind E.T. Of. was in the council, uh or the yeah. Senate. Yeah, yeah, right. the Senate. There was one. a whole yeah, thing right. of ETs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that was a nod to Spielberg. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What a disgusting then, creature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a horrid what? little I love it. What, what a piece sad. of shit. You know, yeah, yeah, I was like six. <laughs> I was like, figure it out, cute. bitch. So it's cute. a testicle with limbs. Yeah. <laughs> you don't I mean, love so that? Is Yoda, though. No, I would take a so baseball bat and patch it. I mean, I will God. say, look, if you heard that something rummaging through your house in the middle of the night and you walked out, turned the light on. You'd freak the fuck oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And it's like, uh... <laughs> I have this thing about, like, um, things that look like they're in pain scare me. <laughs> I love that. Like, oh, my God. Like, that's, that's so much worse yeah, than, like, a wolf, like, a pig. Yeah. Look like they're... In yeah, it looks like they're suffering. Because then it's like, I have to empathize and put myself in that position, right. and it's like, why right. not? Yeah. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. I love that. We I'm had so a, sorry. <laughs> you guys know Platypus Nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we had Joseph Page on here. It's one of my yeah. favorite fucking episodes ever because he uh, we were talking about the name, and he starts telling me about platypi uh-huh. and how the platypus is bioluminescent. It's a mammal, but it lays eggs and mm-hmm. has a bill, and it has a fucking beaver tail. Mm-hmm. And he is like, "Yeah, that shit didn't just happen." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "You know, maybe you're right." <laughs> that that's fucking weird like how how does natural selection account for that mm. like that's just weird People nothing else like that animals <laughs> <laughs> someone fucked a duck dude that's what happened <laughs> someone really ugly fucked a duck. someone and with a beaver tail who laid eggs and glows in the dark yeah. a yeah, russian I scientist i thought it, i thought it was a beaver a beaver <laughs> and a duck <laughs> in love when a beaver and a duck love each other very much <laughs> That was like a fox and the hound situation, but it was a beaver and a duck. Wait, That's what that fox and hounds based yeah, on the beaver and the duck that made the platypus. They don't right? show right? it, Wait, but what? it happens. I, I was like in for a second. Like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. You learn something every day. I'm learning many things today. Um, we try the whole band is kind of learn how teeth grow, where babies come from. The whole band is kind of just a bit. You know, yeah. like we make music and we take that seriously, but everything else it's is just stupid. A we don't <laughs> <play>. <laughs> right. We're fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. 
Touche. <laughs> Shooter's gallery. Sadly for you guys, the stupidest member is not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really fucking dumb. God, if Greg, Greg would be eating this up, man. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm bummed he's not here. It, there's but, always next time. Alas, yeah. everyone's got to become a robot one day, and he's got that operation going. He's gone. Yeah. He's in there going... You guys talk shit about me on this fucking podcast. You sure did, fuckhead. <laughs> and now all the one person watching this is like, he's an idiot. This guy sucks. This is great. That one person is going to come to the show like two years from now and throw a tomato in Greg's chest. It's right in the balls. My mom's going to watch this and be like, he said cunt just then. He's talking about twice. I love making your teeth grow. We've got a lot of I was wondering if we were going to get through this whole thing without you talking about cunt. I'm glad we didn't. That's where I came from. Ah. Uh, where uh, we came from. See, as you asked, know, where do people come from? It's in the name. It's self, it answers its own question when you ask yeah. that. Yeah. So um, no one knows the answer, but I like to get different perspectives on it because it's something I think about mm-hmm. a lot. What do you think happens to us after we die? Fishbowl. Fishbowl? Pebbles. Fish- these are just words. Nope. That's not an explanation. <laughs> we all get re uh, redistributed in a giant fishbowl <laughs> that the mother god swims around in. And it's Thank like you. this face. It's it's a human face on a fish that's swimming around in this giant fishbowl and it's just we're all pebbles and it's shitting on us. I like this answer. Oh, I believe it. Now. You know, the yeah. concept of heaven. Thanks, welcome it's... to the club. Yeah, can I join your cult? Fifty dollars a month. Okay, cool. And That's then you can be it. in the fishbowl, dude. I want to be in the fishbowl with the fucking fish face lady. One day. I guess we're all going there. We're all going. But there. I mean, in a way, too, everybody <laughs> is, is the fish face lady. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Do we have? You right? Oh, you good? I'm just. I'm trying to ask what the fish lady is without like walking into a yo mama joke. <laughs> the fish face lady. You already know, baby. Very nice. <laughs> She's, your question, She's all of our just mama. like come. You answered your own question. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wow. do, do we have any alternative answers, or is it this fishbowl pebbles? Well, yeah, uh, I mean, like the, con- the the concept of heaven's like that's all well and good. That'd be great, you know. Hmm. But like, it's really like. That's that's just most likely. Not. Wait, do you believe in heaven just because it sounds cool? No. Like where you're gonna no, that's that's heaven? my point. Okay. Like, okay. Like, yeah. like the <laughs> fact that like you know all of our loved ones have died, and you know that's the whole thing that we're right. told as we're children that oh we're gonna get to see them. I see. I see. Your I dog see and and yeah. game. <laughs> oh yeah, we just so, all come back here on Paradise Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live forever, and everybody that you've ever loved is gonna be resurrected. That was a Jehovah's Witness. You know, that is, <laughs> I'm just gonna kill myself. I recently I made a joke to one of my cousins about you know because Canada's on fire. I'm like, yeah, that's it's pretty Armageddon, wild, dude. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every uh, like ten years it's Armageddon. I have a Jehovah's Witness question for you after this is over. Okay. Um, it is interesting how they've predicted the end of the world like eight times and they've been right every single time. Yeah, yeah. 1914. That's when the world ended. 1970. That's when the world ended. Yep. 
It did. I was. Yeah. I, I. I mean, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty times over. Yeah. Um. You've just gotten more and more just like <laughs> me and Evan are both really gullible, so we're just like, no, yeah, that makes sense. Do you know if you say gullible really slowly, it sounds like giraffe. Oh, oh. <laughs> you're right. The word gullible is used go. 82 times in the book of Exodus. Fuck. Really. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Yeah. Fuck. I believe all I, humans I are like to. I I don't not to say that I, I think this is uh, there's no way that we know what the fuck is gonna happen when we die for sure no one some people act like right they now. do but no one knows yeah yeah um I've had a conversation like with a friend of mine that I like the idea of like you because we have this joke when when you do back to the DMT thing when you do DMT you experience death for 15 minutes mm. <laughs> it's like that's kind of where the soul aspect of it goes yeah like, maybe. Because there's a weird familiarity to it, also, you know, and oh, the whole, whole idea of like vu, yeah. source consciousness and blah blah blah. You know, whether mm-hmm. that's actually a thing or not, I don't know. But um, kind of an inter- interesting idea. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. That's kind of. I'm, I'm in that camp. Yeah, it's, and then there's the whole like my uh, my partner's like really into like reincarnation and stuff like that, and it's just a very interesting thing to think about. Because I don't think that I believe it or disbelieve it. It's just like I just want to know more about what yeah. people believe in about it. You know, for sure. I'm I'm just I'm very I'm, curious. I'm, I'm firmly in. We 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 don't know. Like you're not gonna oh, know. Yeah, until nobody you knows. Die, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though DMT feels like that, it yeah. feels like a returning. It's, right. That could also just be fucking synapses firing in your brain. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And then this lights out. I think very true. We'll we'll never have an answer until we get there, and you can't share it with anybody. Yeah, if your entire here. sorry, if your entire concept of time collapses right when you die, you can experience a millennia mm. of heaven or hell yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just in that second when your brain shuts off. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's a good fucking point, bud. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to die. <laughs> can't fucking wait, dude. Well, I'm not as scared. <laughs> we gotta go to the pasta slut first. Pasta slut, pasta and then. It's curtains if you want to yeah. you know. Oh, wait. No, you guys have a show. Oh, up. we have the oh, show. Right, 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 right. June 29th. Yeah. Exit. The show. Or maybe at the end of the show. We'll come. Yeah. Up to you, viewers. Maybe at the end of the show. The 30th. The, 30th, the 30th, yeah. 30th will be the last day. You yeah. know, and then at midnight, July 1st. Goodbye. That's it. Lights out. Did it. So you definitely need to be there July 29th. <laughs> come see me alive for the last time. Yeah. With uh, with Wolven and um, uh, Tape Deck Mountain. And you're playing your album in its entirety. Remind me the name. The sky lay still while all around us fell. Yes. Good name, just long. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. <laughs> like all good things. Yeah. Long. But good. You know, like life, man. It's long, dude. Too long. And not good. And good. If and you good. make it good. It's good if you got money. Dude. Life's what you yeah. make it, dude. Life is decent. I'm kind of of the opinion that, like, I had a DMT trip that kind of solidified this, but I also just thinking about it logically, this is what makes sense to me. I think we're all the same person. And mm-hmm. what makes us different is like different is um, like experiential and also like uh, like your biology. And that's like yeah. beyond that, it's like the, the thing that pilots us is not unique. It's like, right. that's just what makes sense to me. Also intuitively, I kind of think that this was just a weird, I was, 
I ate some edibles. I was really fucking high. I was sick. Thinking, I don't have any explanation for this, but I think, like, I was just thinking about why is there not nothing at all? Why is it not just is that not with the universe? Nothing. And it's like the fact that we're all sitting here to me implies that everything, both imaginable and unimaginable, exists. Mm. So, I think it's like me personally. I kind of feel like it's everything. Like anything is possible. Yeah. And not only possible, but it, it, it is actualized. It exists. Yeah. Ice cream unicorn, don't you? <laughs> that, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's real. real. That's, yeah. that's an album. Man. That sounds like a Limp Biscuit album. Actually. <laughs> uh, to expand on that um, a little bit with the we're all the same person idea. Um, my like long three year thing of being sober at the end of that, I, I did some DMT again and uh I was with a friend that I like really trust that I've known forever who is, is really good at like having conversations like this, that helps me kind of pick it apart, you know, like just after it's happened kind of thing when it's just like, what the fuck, you know? Mm. Um, but there was this weird thing that I saw when I was kind of there or whatever, that was like this big, I don't know how to describe it other than like a pool. And it was like these tiny little channels running off into these like cups in a way like these little tiny vessels, mm. right? And it was just kind of following this like liquid or whatever it was. It was coming from this like huge pool. It's that was, it's cum. <laughs> yeah, it was gr- trying to grow some teeth. Because um, <laughs> there was this like big geometric like network thing. And then this <clears throat> pool was just kind of like, just separate from all of that. Like it didn't, it didn't have any nece- like shape necessarily. And it was just flowing through this little, all these channels and this little network into these tiny little vessels. And then, sort of whatever the perspective was of me seeing that it kind of like zoomed out in a way where all the little vessels were like brains. Mm. So it's like the whole idea we were talking about it in terms of like this whole thing is like source consciousness. And it's just those little bits of that in every person. And why I think why that's in a way we were talking about how that's kind of why um, in some way, like just people feel familiar and then maybe you gravitate more towards certain people because like there's a closer oh, part yeah. of that source to you, I guess. It's like I a resonance. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, just like a super interesting idea that kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of the shining where, yeah. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Stephen King was touching on something I think has a lot of validity to it. Like I've, I've taken mushrooms with people and like had like, fucking telepathic conversations Mm -hmm. like i'll be thinking something and they'll say it like to the point where it's like eerie you know right it's like we know what each other's thinking and i think it's not that certain people have it and certain people don't it's it's like certain people resonate strongly with Mm -hmm. each other Mm -hmm. and i think this is true of like places and objects too yeah um yeah yeah it's kind of like the cia did a study crazy shit they've done so much crazy shit where um they call it energy bar tools but basically like you can have a familiarity with like a tool Hmm. and like um for for example like a sword and it's like someone else can use this sword but once you've like really attuned yourself with it it's like that's the two things together like it's not like double powerful it's like exponentially powerful because you have this like resonance with this object and you yeah. like put 
a lot of your like chooses the wizard. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like these Harry Potter references. I disliked Harry Potter before it was cool to dislike Harry Potter. (laughs) Oh, is it cool to dislike it now? Yeah. I think I yeah. didn't even see it till it was. Cool. Oh yeah, it's J.K. Rowling's like hella canceled. Oh, I know that yeah. part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Plus, it's just kids with wands. It's no, I didn't. I wasn't allowed <laughs> to watch it. Growing up, Same. I wasn't allowed to watch it, so I didn't see it until I was like twenty. As an adult, I read the books and watched the movies, and I'm like, God, this fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Book. They're like, oh. yeah. To be fair, it is a children's yeah. book. Yeah, no, I was, I was like, like, oh, it's a kid's book, actually. <laughs> Yeah, that's what the whole time. I think there was a third or fourth movie, and I was like, if I was a kid, I'd probably be into it from the get go. Yeah. I I was vibing like through Prisoner of Azkaban, and then like I think it's book four is where it like doubles in size. Yeah. And there's (laughs) the same amount of content in it. It's just like you're just in Miss McGonagall's classroom for way too long. (laughs) But like the same amount of shit happens. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, fuck that. I liked him for a little while, and then it was in, it was a very quick, just like all right, cool. In the yeah, Watson was awesome. I read him, but it's just, just you know, it's not for like a while. It's not like Lord of the Rings or child? Star Wars. Yeah, was a child. Are my okay. No, no, no. When I was a child, <laughs> oh, okay. after she okay. had not been a child. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I was about to be like, where are you going? Your timeline is on this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Have you read the Silmarillion? You know, a little bit. It's it's. Dave's uh, too smart for all that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just like I mean, I enjoyed the Lord of the Rings and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, I was just saying, I like Lord of the Rings and uh, yeah, The Hobbit the best, and then I've read a little bit of the other stuff, like Children of Her End and stuff, a little bit, but <clears throat> some aliens a little too much, like yeah, yeah. it's like a religious yeah. text, yeah. It's oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, I really appreciate your time. Um, this has been really fun. Yeah, it has. Um, I can only take so much. You guys, <laughs> no, no, for real, I'd love to have you guys back. Alice is exhausted right now. Um, like, oh my god! The sky lay still while all around us fell. It is out now. Um, all platforms, yep, pretty much. Yep. Stream it. Put um, it into your pregnant bellies and let your children hear it. Intergalactic infusion. Impregnance. Begins Intergalactic Impregnance begins now. Do it. Link below. Um, and then go see these guys perform it live. Exit in July, uh, June 29th with other great bands, Wolver and Tape Deck Mountain. Wolven. 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 Wolven.